At the end of this present world, the Great Tribulation comes with its 14 plagues. In Matthew 24, 29 through 30, the words of Jesus are recorded for us in the New Testament Bible. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. After Jesus gathers them into the air, they will be taken to the new Jerusalem, the new heaven, and the new earth, because God will destroy this present heaven and earth by fire. We'll look at the scriptures on that subject. Revelation chapter 21 verses 1 through 5, the Apostle John describes the new heaven and the new earth where the church will be taken after they are raised from the dead or removed from this present earth, for some of the church will still be living on this earth at that time, and they will be raised to meet everyone in the air. Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 5. And I, John is speaking, saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them. They shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, Neither shall there be any more pain. Why? Because we won't have these physical bodies that causes death and crying and sorrow and pain. We won't have these bodies like we have today. We will be changed into new bodies before we are taken into the new heaven and the new earth, the new Jerusalem. I'll read about that in just a moment. Continuing with Revelation chapter 21. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. See, just think about it for a moment. If we didn't have these physical bodies, 
there wouldn't be any pain because the pain comes from the physical body. It'll be totally different when we have our spiritual bodies. First, the dead in Christ will be raised from the graves. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Paul says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, concerning those who are dead, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto this coming of the Lord shall not precede them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we be ever with the Lord. God got my attention one time to the word in the air, and I found it in this section of scripture. What it is showing us is that those who are still alive on this earth will be raised from this earth to meet Jesus and those who have already been raised from the graves. We will meet them in the air because this present earth will be destroyed by God in the end. It will not even be here. We will be taken to the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Both the dead and those who are still alive and raised from this earth will be given new spiritual bodies. Paul tells us about these bodies in 1 Corinthians 15, and Paul even tells us what it will be like in the new spiritual body. Start at verse 47. The first man of the earth is earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we bear the image of our parents or ancestors, don't we? Relatives. We look like them. We shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Let's read that verse 49 again. As we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. So what does that mean? The image of the heavenly is the image of God. What is God? God is a spirit. So we are going to be given new bodies which are spirit. After I was born again, I was taken into heaven twice in the night, one night, and then about three or four nights later, the same thing happened again. I was taken into heaven, transported into heaven. I was with God and with Christ and with the Holy Spirit. 
Now, I saw no images. I don't know how I knew which was God, but I did. I knew this was God. I knew this was Christ. I knew this was the Holy Spirit, and yet I saw no images. That's what it will be like in heaven. We won't have these physical images as we have now. We will have new spiritual bodies, and yet we will know one from the other, I'm sure. So as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Why? Because it would have pain. If we were taken into heaven in these bodies, we'd have the same pain we have on this earth, and that won't happen. We're going to be given new bodies in the image of Christ, in the image of God, a spirit. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. We shall not all die. Some will still be alive on this earth when Jesus returns. But we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. If you will blink your eye, just blink. That's how fast you will be changed out of these physical bodies and into the new spiritual body and removed from this earth, if you're still alive at the time this happens. Revelation 22, Jesus says, And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give to every man according as his work shall be. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are all they that do his commandments. That's a key right there. The New Testament church gives us many commandments. Those who do his commandments will be blessed. Blessed are they that do his commandments that they may have a right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Blessed are all they that do his commandments that they may have a right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Some churches are teaching opposite to this that you don't have to do the commandments of God, that he loves you and he wants you to be happy. So go out and marry a divorced woman, even though the Bible says in Matthew 5.32, he who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. It's okay, go ahead and do it. That's what some of the churches are teaching. They're teaching it's fine for divorced women to remarry. They counter four or five scriptures in teaching that. Go exactly opposite to the scriptures. Those scriptures are Matthew 5, 32, 1 Corinthians 7, 10, 11, 1 Corinthians 7, 39, and Romans chapter 7, verses 
1 through 3. So look both up if you want to read about that, the commandments of God. The ones who do his commandments have a right to the tree of life, is what Jesus is saying. Now look at Revelation chapter 3, verse 5. This scripture may be a little bit shocking to some of you who have been taught once saved, always saved. Jesus says, He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. Some people will have their names blotted out of the book of life. Let's read this scripture again. He that overcometh. That means we overcome the problems of this present life and the temptations of this present life by turning to God, by asking him for help, and by going in the way that he shows us, which is going to be the way written in the New Testament Bible. Once again, Revelation chapter 3, verse 5. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I, Jesus, will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. We overcome as long as God chooses to leave us on this earth and we overcome with that which God has shown us to do in the temptations of this life. We turn to God and we hear from God by his Spirit. And as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Romans chapter 8 verse 14 As many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. There are a great many of people sitting in churches today, the vast majority, who do not have the Spirit of God. They're not led by the Spirit of God. They are led by their own desire and their own emotions. It is the ones led by the Spirit of God who are the sons of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.